This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Cheeseheads. Cheeseheads. Get on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. I watched it, and I don't know if I liked or disliked what they did. Before, it was just, you know, play-by-play like it was a game, and it's practice, and they're telling you who caught the ball, who threw the ball, who's having a good camp, blah, 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 blah. This time, they had a three-box screen on the one side, and it was Larry V on the top, then Larry McCarron. And I don't know if I think they were in the same room, either that or they just had different backgrounds, but I think they were in the same room. Uh, and they had a headshot talking like we do here for our podcast, right? But it's one on top of the other stacked on the left side. And then they brought in different interviews throughout, whoever it may be, right? So they had Mark Murphy in, they had uh, all these different people that were popping in throughout the broadcast that they would interview while practice was going on. And then they take a couple seconds, get you up to speed on what you're watching, and then they go back to doing the interviews. Like I said, I don't know if I liked it or disliked it because the problem is you don't know a lot of these training camp numbers because there's so many freaking guys. So, yeah. okay, so Heath, this, this young undrafted rookie that everybody's talking about, the wide receiver, had a big play, sure, for sure, uh, but you don't know what his number is necessarily, so you have no idea. Guy takes off. Who the hell was that? And, and yeah. then they eventually say who it was, um, which is fine, but that, that, I think, threw me off a little bit. For the most part, I liked it. Jordan Love. And the question is, what's your optimism level, you know, concerning Jordan Love? Mm. I was texting with a buddy of mine Saturday night who was watching it. And I said, how did Jordan Love look? And he said, he looked okay. I said, did he throw any picks? He goes, nope. I said, did he throw any that bounced off a defender's chest that the guy dropped? He's like, nope. I was like, okay. He goes, but he goes, he missed some throws. So I watched it yesterday. He definitely missed throws. I mean, Dobbs and Alexander beat by step, step and a half, like beat. Uh, and he overthrew him by, I don't know, yard, two yards uh, on that play. Now, he overthrew a couple of guys early on. As it went on, he settled in, and then he wasn't missing the throws. Well, Floor, after the game, when talking to the reporter, said he thinks it was just adrenaline. Like, he was out there. He was a starter. Everybody was kind of pumped up, and he had to kind of bring his level down. You know, Brad Favre back in the day, man, he throw his first ball would always go sailing over a wide receiver or running back's head into the, the sidelines because he got himself so amped up. The cool part was, that I thought was cool, after the practice was over, they were still on TV for another half hour. So then Kuhn is on the side or on the field, John Kuhn, and he brings over Matt LaFleur, talks to Matt LaFleur. Oh, we have the best fans, blah, blah, blah. Okay, he walks off. All right, now up, QB1, Jordan Love, and this play, Lambeau Field goes nuts, like cheering and cheering. Kuna had to sit there and just kind of wait because they were going nuts. And you could see Jordan Love, like, this is awesome. Like, this is pretty cool. It was a very cool moment, and Rodgers didn't get that. 
Like Rogers never got that moment when he got his shot because everybody, well, not everybody, but half the damn state was against him because of the whole way Brett played out. So he never got that moment. So that was cool. It was cool to see Jordan Love kind of feel the love a little bit like, okay, these fans kind of got my back. You know, I don't know how long that's going to last. But as of right now, they kind of got his back and are good. Uh, the Christian Watson play, obviously over the top, making that circus catch everybody saw on social media. Uh, was a great throw by Jordan Love. Great catch by Christian Watson. I, my optimism level is pretty pretty good right now. I'm feeling pretty good about things. Uh, I still think he's going to throw double-digit interceptions. I still think there's going to be a game or two where he throws two or three picks in a game. I think that's going to happen. But I also think there's going to be games where he's going to throw three or four touchdown passes too uh, and look ungodly good. And everybody's going to be like, damn. I think that there's going to be that type of roller coaster throughout the year with Jordan Love and his young wide receiving court. So I'm feeling pretty good uh, about what I see from Jordan Love. We'll talk about the joint practices and the Bengals coming up here in a little bit. Optimism level concerning Jordan Love for you, Ryan Horvath. Yeah, I want to be positive today because I feel like sometimes I'm negative. I've been really positive around Jordan Love. You know, the reports, the things I'm hearing, they don't make me feel overly optimistic. I have to be honest. I just think that it's going to be, I mean, there's going to be some growing pains, which we've said the entire time. Like you said, there's probably going to be some some solid performances. There's going to be some bad performances. We're going to find out, can he read an NFL defense? He's yep. going to make some throws. He'll probably throw some bad interceptions. Uh, but it's just like the nicest thing I could say right now is I think he's the fourth best quarterback in his own division in the NFC North. I like Justin Fields better. I think he's going to have a monster year. I think he's, I think the bears are going to be a sleeper team in the NFC North. I continue to say that. Um, I don't really like Jared Goff, but you know, Jared Goff almost took the Lions to the playoffs last year. I just I haven't seen enough of Jordan Love, man. Like, I don't overreact to training camp stuff. You know what I mean? Like, we yeah. do this every single year. We do this with young players. Jamar Chase can't catch. But see, the that's the thing that I don't understand about you. You know, we've seen that? Justin Fields. He sucks, and no, now he, he gets a wide receiver in DJ Moore, and now it's like, well, problem solved. He's going to be an MVP. He's going to be all that in a bag of chips. Sure. Okay. Maybe, maybe DJ Moore makes him Joe Montana. Like Jerry Rice made Joe Montana. Maybe, maybe that's what happens. I've seen enough of that dude to know he hasn't played worth a damn since he's been in the league. Like you said, I haven't seen hardly anything of Jordan love. Give me a full season of Jordan love. And if he looks like Justin Fields did after a year, people will be calling him a bust. It's done. Draft a new quarterback. He never got over 200 yards, but twice in a season, get rid of that bum. He's horrible. Jordan love fields. Does it? And it's like, Oh hell, he's going to be unbelievable this year. I can't wait based on what, what are we basing it on? Cause he stunk the whole season. Yeah, I mean, I watch a lot of, I, I, but like, I'm a college football guy more than an You're NFL. You're basing guy. it on Ohio State. Yeah, he makes every single throw. Like, he had an offensive line there. He had protection. He played behind the worst offensive line in all of football. He was sacked over sixty yep. times, and he was playing. Let's be honest. Like, I didn't like the offense the first eight weeks of the season. The offense finally the started clicking a little bit when they were like, "Hey, dude, you know what? Just run. take off, effort, and run." And he's like he's, a, like, he's got to run. Like football player, go back and watch that game against Miami. Mike McDaniel's on the sideline, just like he's like, just leave us alone, quit it. Like I know how explosive he is as a football player. Now you add two offensive linemen, you draft one of the better offensive linemen, you know, in the first round. You add one in, you add DJ Moore. You give him some actual weapons. I think DJ Moore is good. Be a stud, you know. But same thing, like Jordan Love. Here's the thing, man. I just. It's got to be like a short leash with Jordan Love if this team isn't good. He gets a year, and you got to see some really good flashes, I think, because he's playing behind 
a really good offensive line. I know that there's some question marks right on the offensive line. We they don't know who the hell last year. Was gonna be, but you have David Bakhtiari and you have Elton Jenkins, right? I know the wide nope. receiver room is young, but man, Christian Watson really popped off the last eight weeks of the season. Romeo Dobbs, everybody keeps talking about Romeo Dobbs. I love to read it, Michigan State. I like out of all these tight ends, man, you got to find one that's at least NFL caliber, right? Like everybody was all high on DeGuar. I hated that pick. I get he's like your H back. But one of these kids has to take off, whether, you know, in so I just feel like we can't make excuses for Jordan Love all season long. I don't care if this team wins three games. Like the Packers, I don't care what Adam Shine says. If the Packers win four games, but Jordan Love throws more touchdowns than picks, you know, and shows that he could read an NFL defense and shows flashes, it's not on Jordan Love. They won six games year one with Rodgers. That was a pretty decent team, but the defense stunk. I still, that's my big question mark, man. I love Jair, but I, I saw the clip, and when you're getting beat, and I know it's family night, but when Romeo Dobbs is beating you, I'm having like flashbacks to that first matchup against Justin Jefferson and uh, Terry McLaurin tearing him apart. Like, I love Jair, but let's be honest, there was some regression last year. Sure. You know, there's a lot of talking going on, but that's my biggest concern. It's the defense. Jordan Love to me is still a question mark. Love what I saw that first year at Utah State. And then it wasn't really fair to judge what I hated when I saw the second year because he was playing behind a terrible offensive line. The skill position players weren't great, but he was just they playing a lot of pocket ball. And I feel like if things go wrong, like if the defense is bad and they're playing from behind a lot, we might see a lot of like effort here. For sure. Ball. So I just yep. want to see him play within the offense. Also, I want to see what the offense is. That's I'm excited for this. I'm excited to see what LaFleur's offense finally looks like. We know what the Aaron Rodgers offense looks like. So it's just hard for me to be optimistic when it's like I'm watching Adam shine and he's, you know, reading tweets from Matt Schneidman and then Schneidman's walking it back. That's the other thing about green Bay media. I love all these guys, man, but it's not like New York or it's not like even Detroit where if Jared Goff looks like crap, these beat writers are going to be like Jared Goff looks like crap. I don't know what it is, you know, but I feel like there's a lot of homers in the Wisconsin media and everybody's like, I never said that. I never said Jordan love looked like crap. It's like, you just said he missed three throws in a row, though. So, like, what are we, the people that aren't at training camp, going to think when all we read about, all we hear about is how in- how inconsistent this kid looks? And let's be honest. And, like, again, Jordan Love is not a rookie, dude. He's been sitting for three years. Well, by he's, definition, he is the same age a, a rookie star. Justin Herber and all these kids that we continue to be in yes. Joe Burrow, and we're like, how many MVPs is Burrow going to win? How many MVPs is Herbert going to win? You know, Tua, Tua, they were Dolphins were nine and one when he started last year. So we can't make excuses for Jordan Love just because it's his first year as a starter, because it's his fourth year as a pro. Rodgers didn't get this leash. Like you said, we boot him on family night, half of the crowd. So that's because of Brett Favre, not because of what he looked like. I'm not going to pan because of Brett Favre, not because of what he looked like. And Rodgers was god awful his first two preseasons in the NFL. Thank God he was behind Brett Favre or he wouldn't even be in the league. 